I'm really excited to talk to you because you are a recent graduate of Christy Bukley's yeah. class that they do at Voodoo, which is what I want, what the nonprofit's goal is, is to get people scholarships to take those kinds of classes. Yeah. In sure. classes and stuff. So I'm pretty excited to talk to somebody who's actually went through the class. A lot of comedians talk negatively about people that take comedy classes. It's not something that I needed to get started in comedy, but I definitely can see the benefit of it, especially for women, I think. Yeah, exactly. Like I think for me too, just my personality, like I'm an accountant and I like to know exactly what I'm getting into. So, and I've always wanted to try it, but I think just all the unknowns about like, okay, what is an open mic like? Like where, how do I even find an open mic? Like things like that. It was so nice to have her class just because then I felt like I wasn't jumping in, like knowing nothing. Yeah. Cause I just, I couldn't get over that hump of being like, okay, yeah, just go to an open mic and wing it. Yeah. And, it's not even about teaching you comedy necessarily or comedy writing necessarily but yeah she seems to have really given her students a, a, a good six-month leg up on somebody that just walks into a mic yeah exactly and I think the very first day that we started she said you know I can teach you the mechanics of a joke and I can teach you you know like logistically how to get into it but the only way that you're going to get better and improve is to actually go to open mics and get up on stage. So don't think that by taking this class, you're at all going to just automatically be funny. You know, like you have to put in the work and you have to go do the hard part, but this will at least give you kind of a framework where to start, which was helpful. So far, the, the, the people I've seen that have taken her class are all funny and yeah, they're already, they're all just really, really, really funny. And just the structure of your guys' jokes already, and the confidence you have walking up to yeah. the stage, your stage presence, which is half the battle, uh, is already so good. Yeah, and it was so helpful because she would just be like, hey, let's get on the mic. And it's amazing what just holding a microphone and talking into it and hearing your voice over a mic can do to help you even if you're not if you're talking in front of five people or 50 it was just like so helpful to get used to that in an environment that was just felt a little bit safer than just like jumping out and going for it so I started in Wichita so I knew a lot of the people that were there my brother started before me so I wasn't like walking into it completely alone and yeah smaller scene I don't know if I would have been able to just start in Denver comedy not knowing anybody and just walk into a mic I mean I don't think I would have been able to do that I took two of Christy's classes and like the the improvement from the first to the second of just like my stage presence was so good just because I kind of started that was when I actually started going to mics too but just learning how to be a little bit more flexible is like yeah you know what the premise is and the punchline right but like you don't Feel like you have to just make a speech as a newbie you're supposed to be on my newbie show uh, i know so I, the other day i was like oh no it's the seventh it I was know. on stage right now but those shows are going to be real easy to bring back yeah. as soon as the pizza place is open or in 
the shows I have at Bug Theater are going to be harder because there's already things scheduled. Now I have to reschedule everything and it's like this whole thing. But the pizza yeah. place shows, as soon as we're allowed to go into a pizza restaurant, I'm they're there. on, we're ready, it's happening. I'm just going to start standing up on the table talking to people. Like, yes. you're listen to me. It's going to be great. It's going to be, my hardest part is going to be like, do I continue to work on the material I wanted to work on before all this or the new stuff I've written since? Everyone's going to be doing quarantine jokes though, so. Yeah, that's the thing is I was like, okay, I could write some stuff about quarantine, but it's going to be so, there's going to be so much stuff and it's all going to be the same concept. It's going to be a lot of dudes giving yeah. a break. Complaining about how they have to stay at home all day. And their hot coronavirus joke. And they will listen to 12 bomb before them with, but their joke. I did a mic on September 11th in Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. That was me and 17 guys. Nice. And, and it was a bucket, so I had to sit through all of it because I didn't know what I was going to be called. It was very, it was the most painful mic I've ever been through. And so I feel like... God. Feel like that's how open mics are going to be for a minute. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, I'm at a point where I get up fairly early at mics, you know, not like super early, but yeah, you know, first 15 20 tops. So, you know, I don't have to sit through Girl. as much of it. Yep, no, I, I've heard a lot of jokes, <laughs> yeah, because you're new, so you're like, yeah. I sat there because I wanted to watch you guys, you and the other. Yeah. Two who I can't remember the last time we were at a uh, Irish robot. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. I, that's the problem is like, I do want to hear new comedians, but to sit, I had to sit through like, I, I mean, I was done like two hours before you guys went up. I yeah. Home, yes. I really want to hear you guys. <laughs> yeah. So yeah you were committed. I was like, this is really nice of her because I would be gone. Yeah. Well, I really wanted to book, because I want to book you guys, but I, I'm not going to book you just because you did Christie's class. You know yeah. what I mean? I want yeah. to hear for myself. And you guys were all just, you all blew me away, you know, with your act yeah, out you. um, and your comfortableness on stage. Yeah, it all, it, 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 you all blew me away. You're all amazingly talented. And so I think that, I think that obviously Christy can't give you talent you don't have, but I think that definitely, definitely she at least six months, maybe a year of, yeah. of wasted time. That she yeah, just like you. fumbling through things and like, and it's also just nice to have a sounding board to get up and tell some jokes that you, because anybody who takes Christy's class, you better believe has written a joke or two already in their life. And they just like being able to try it out ahead of time in a safe, yeah. was just like so helpful. So highly recommend. And it's always fun too, to see her like, because we went and saw her at Comedy Works and it's so crazy to see her on stage and see how good she is and be like wow I got to take a class with this person like she's a professional and she's like taking the time to work with people like us like it's it's a great opportunity yeah I don't think people understand that like it's not like she's just this random person like she is a pro and she's fantastic yeah she's so good and she's been doing it for a long time yeah, so how long have you actually been doing comedy now then? When's your first? Uh, so I started in October. Yeah. Like October, September. So about almost maybe nine months. Talk yes. About. <laughs> you kind of got your origin story, which is a short story because it hasn't been that long. Yeah, th th it's an art form. So what works for one person is not going to work for everybody else. And everybody has their own process. Like I'm not, 
I'm not a journaler. I'm not one that's like, okay, I'm going to have writing time right now because I will rebel against that structure. It'll make me not want to write if I feel like I have to do it. I don't like doing things because I have to. For me, like I'm going to write every day at 9 a.m. It doesn't work for me. And it works really well for other people. They need that structure or they won't write. I have, people are like, what's your process? I'm like, I don't know. I just think funny things and I write them down. And then sometimes, usually there's someone with me and I'll say something funny to somebody. And uh, I'll be like, that was really funny. Hang on. Let me write that down. Second. Yeah. Yeah. Which is obnoxiously annoying, I imagine, for other people. I feel like people just have to get used to it. I've told everybody that. I'm like, I'm going to write that down. That was funny. And that's kind of how I feel like mine kind of is. Like I was trying to do the whole thing where you write for 10 minutes a single day because that's what Jerry Seinfeld told me to do. He is so structured. I I don't have anything that I am feeling that, if I'm not feeling like it, nothing that I write is going to come out funny. Usually what happens is I'm like in the shower and I'm thinking about it. And then I'm like, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. This is how this joke will go. And then I get out of the shower and I type it into my phone and then I can build off of that. But like, it has to like hit me. Yeah. And you also have to learn to just be okay with that because sometimes I'm like, well, I'm not writing. I'm not, I don't really want to be a comic. If I'm not writing, then I'm not putting in the work, but you have to figure out when writing is works for you because if you're forcing yourself into it like you said like my brain is going to be like no I don't want to do this and then nothing creative is going to come out of it 10 minutes a day just might not work for me maybe it'll be three hours one day because I'm in a groove and then none for a while but yeah so like uh yeah what so what we're trying to do with the nonprofit is to send people to Christie's class and then yeah. I want it I want to get teachers in other areas like um uh, like North Colorado, South Colorado. I have Zoe Rogers in, in North Cove for stand up, And then I just talked to uh, Joe Kimball before you. And um, I did not realize she started improv as a, as a youth. And so troubled youth is another, you know, branch yeah. of the nonprofit that I want to get into. And um, she'd be amazing for that because she, she was a troubled youth. She really is interested in it. So so that's exciting. Um, you know, and then I want to like, I want to do it everywhere. I want to take over. I want to, I want to get, I want to get little satellite art of comedy. Yeah. So I want to recruit teachers in other areas where there aren't any, um, which gives that comedian an income too. Yeah. You know, and so true. Just, yeah. Just, and so like, you know, the goal of the nonprofit is to um, teach people comedy and improv to overcome trauma and like work with like sexual assault victims, domestic violence victims, um, really any woman or, you know, that, that, that needs it. I haven't really, I'm still working on how I'm going to get the people to give scholarships to like, how does that, you know, do I just have people submit people for it, you know, or, or, I, I really want to go to the organizations, you know, that, that work yeah, with okay. and yeah. have them recommend people to it too. So that I'm still, it's still, I just filed the 1023Z, so it's not even officially a nonprofit until that's all yeah. finalized. Um, 
but I should hopefully come out of this ready to rock and roll. No, yeah, I think this is awesome. And I think like the best way you could do it. And I'm wondering, because I know a couple people that at like the crisis center, the women's crisis center, I I think it's, I'm not sure if it's like Douglas County or if it's all of Colorado, but it might be a good place to, because they have a lot of things like where they're just helping women um, with just so that might be something that you could like contact organizations like that and just yeah. you ever heard of dress for success yeah yeah they they do a lot of work with women who have um left abusive relationships and have never worked or they came out of prison i really want to get into prisons uh like 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 low level low security prisons you know no i think that would be that would be awesome. I've always felt really passionate about criminal justice reform and just kind of helping people that are, yeah, like people that are in that situation, like just from my personal experiences, I can see how easily you can get to that point. And I think that there's a lot of stigma around people that are, you know, in prison or have been to prison. And I, I just think that that would be an awesome opportunity to help them develop skills like stand-up comedy just helps your overall confidence in general and your public speaking ability so I think presenting that to them and giving them that creative outlook would be awesome um and I think it's like a resource that they probably don't have access to or haven't even considered yeah because I know like I can imagine myself you know if I'd have gotten trouble for some stuff I did in the 90s got I used to do drugs, you know, and had quite a, you know, you know, I didn't deal drugs, but I was yeah. a, a little bit. And so there's a lot of things I've done that could have sent me to prison. Yeah. For, you know, a long time, years at least, you know, not my life or anything. Um, but I got real lucky that I didn't get caught. Is That's yeah. the only difference between them and me. But also there's certain people that they don't have the resources if they do get in trouble to help themselves out I think yeah I would have been screwed I would have got a public defender I would yeah. have got whoever I got um my family had no money to help me um out of any situations I got in mm-hmm. um so I could have very easily been one of those people and I think that like I, when you're a drug user and there's no and you're in jail and there's no hope that things are going to be any better when you get out why be good in jail why mm-hmm try to get clean. You're just going to go back to this crappy life you had that made you want to use drugs and there's no hope. And so when you don't have hope, it's really hard to get clean and uh, to stay good in prison and not get wrapped up in the criminal stuff and stay in prison longer. So I think I could get into prisons and, and, and do improv and stand up that even if they don't do anything with it, once they get out that, uh, just, I can't, you know, like if they get obsessed with it, they're going to be thinking about doing comedy. They're going to be thinking about their, yeah. they're going to be finding funny things all around them instead of focusing on, you know, the bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's just going to show them probably another avenue that they've probably never been exposed to. And you know, they got good stories. You know, they've got you good, know they got good like, oh my God. So if, yeah, I, I am like, so for that, I think that's such an awesome idea. Yeah. So it's one of the things. So it's just, uh, it's a whole other, just like how to make that happen. Like, I have no idea. I know yeah. it's possible. 
I know people go into prisons and do all sorts of things, um, yep. but just I, I'll, I'll like some things. I feel like there's there's got to be a way to do that. I know that there was like a financial literacy program that they were bringing in, and I'll, I'll I'm gonna look around because I I think that's an awesome idea. I feel I feel super passionate about that. So yeah, like trying to get people trying to get the prison system to see it as valuable. Yeah, is probably gonna be the toughest thing. Yes. Um, and then there would obviously have to be in the prison system some censorship of what they yeah. could joke about. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of factors. It, it's probably going to be, it would have to be prisoners that were already doing pretty well, that the prison felt comfortable allowing to yeah. do an open mic type situation. So there's a lot of factors, but I really feel like it's, it's definitely... That's definitely something that can happen down the road once, you know, Yeah, I, we get like, like that's why I'm like focusing on like women first mm -hmm. um, yeah. because it started. Do it all at once. Yeah. Cause that's, it started with the festival that I started in Wichita, the female festival. And so that was just about connecting female comedians together to build a network for the, so they could like travel and yeah have somebody in a different scene that they can be like, Hey, is this guy a creep or, you know, where's a safe place to stay? Things like that. Um, and then it kind of grew into, it, it grew into more where I was like, yeah. I think I could really, I think I could really do some good in the world, uh, with comedy. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. And improv. I just think it's just, just from doing it, if I went no further than I did now, I've just gained so much confidence in everyday life just from doing that. I don't know if maybe it's just the idea of bombing once and you learning that you, you know, made it through and you lived through it. Just realizing that, okay, if I can do that, I can do anything. But yeah. um, just, that's the thing too, is like, it's just, you know, a lot of abuse victims and stuff. It's just a matter of getting them to be able to hold their head up again. Um, mm -hmm and look people in the eye when they have a job interview, you know? Yeah. Even if that's all they get out of it. Yeah. No, I love that. That's really the goal. I enjoy producing new comics. I enjoy the energy of new comics. I, I think it's one of the reasons that I haven't, I stay less jaded about comedy um, is because I do like to spend a lot of time with new comics and yeah their enthusiasm and um, just fostering new comics and supporting them. Yeah, um, no, you, you have been awesome. I remember when I was at Brews and you came up and sat down next to me and started talking to me because I was just like sitting off by myself, like, I don't know anybody, but I'm just gonna chill here. Yeah, whenever I see a new female comedian, and I was like this in Wichita and they used to give me shit about it, um there but yeah when i see a new female comedian especially like i hadn't even seen you do comedy yet um but especially if i see them do comedy and i see that they're funny um but in my experience uh most females that try to do comedy are funny i i'd say percentage wise of the females that I've seen actually attempt comedy that so few of them are not funny that just the fact that you're there attempting comedy. Yeah. Makes me feel like you're probably funny. So I am just like, Hey, you're a woman. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't run. Come here. It's okay. I'm here for you. This is my name. This is how you find me. If you <laughs> want to go to a mic, I'm here to support you. If you have any questions, 
let me know. Welcome yeah. to the club, you know. Welcome. Yeah, no, that was super helpful. Because it is, it's like very scary. Like, and I, I've never been the type of person to be like, well, oh, women have it so hard, whatever. But it is very scary and intimidating to go somewhere where the majority of people are male, most of them white male. And you're like, I do not fit in like there. And it's not that they're not welcoming. I haven't really met anybody that I don't find to be very nice, but you know, it's just hard to like, you can't just like sit down next to them and be like, what's up? Yeah. You don't have an immediate like connection. Yeah. Of yeah it's just experience. Like even if we weren't both in accounting, you know, we're both women and we're both yeah. women in comedy and that immediately gives us an insight and connection. I am comfortable walking into a room full of men um and holding my own and um and all that but i know that that is not the experience for most women i know that yeah i can put myself in their shoes you get better at it i think i've gotten better at the just feeling calm sitting at a bar by myself and if somebody comes to talk to me that's great like i'm not the type of person that's going to like be like, Hey, what's up everybody, you know, but I'm getting better at just being okay with being like, okay, I might be one of the only women here. That's all right. It's fine. Nobody's, you know, like that doesn't mean you're any less funny than anybody else, but it's scary at first for sure. One of the reasons I wanted to be in Denver so bad is because of the amazing female comedians that are here. Well, there's been a ton of awesome female comedians. And the other great thing about Christie's class to plug it one more time is yeah, there's a lot of women that take Christie's class and then you kind of feel like, okay, now I've got a buddy like Dana and I and Janae and Laura, like we all took Christie's class together and now we kind of read each other's writings and Vita too. I think you met Vita. Um, We read each other's writings and then we'll go to mics together and just having like a buddy that's like, Hey, I'm going to meet you there. We can sit together. That's like so valuable. So if anything, Christie's class just helps you like meet people that have the same interests as you, because you can't bring your non-comedian friends to an open mic. That doesn't work. So having somebody, whether it's another female or not, it's just really valuable. And as far as like overcoming trauma, it's not necessarily that you even have to make jokes about the trauma. Yeah. To have comedy help you, you know? Um, just, just, yeah, just the confidence, just. Yeah the confidence helps and I think also it helps you view the world in a different way in a different light whether you may not be viewing the trauma that you went through in a different light but just taking focused time to think about things in a funny way whether it's hard stuff or just stupid stuff it just kind of like I feel like lightens the load a little bit yeah it does make your brain find the funny therefore find the positive in every situation um it's so true though because you can think of any situation i've been through since starting comedy i've been like you know though that was pretty funny and i'm gonna write that down and it maybe it just helps put less pressure on you in like the way that you're living your life because i feel like especially with social media now there's so many there's just so many images that you're fed like all the time of like, this is what you should look like. This is what you should sound like. This is what you should eat. This is what you should talk about, whatever. Comedy just helps me be like, okay, but what if all of that is bullshit? I think it is. So like, let's laugh about it and look at it from a different perspective because you're doing fine just the way you are. Yeah. 